The prophet Samuel says to him, I want you to sit in the place of honor among those who are invited. I want you to sit in a room where nobody knows what's going on but me and you. He says there's about 30 people in the room. These 30 people have no idea that Saul's about to be king. And I want you to be okay with not everyone knowing who you are, but you. Oh God. <laughs> I need you to be okay with not everyone understanding the grace and the anointing that is on your life. It might just be you and God for a season. Don't worry, soon enough everybody will see what God saw. But can you be okay if nobody knows it but you and God? Nobody knows how talented I am, that's all right, let them sleep. Nobody knows how gifted I am, that's all right, let them sleep. Cause you're not ready for it to be exposed anyway. But God will sit you in the room to give you a preview of what the room feels like before the room knows that it's you. Because I want you to see the character of all the people who are gonna be around you before they know that you're king. Because when they find out you're king, they may want something from you. Yeah. I want you to see everyone properly. So I'm gonna sit you in the room, but the room's not gonna know who you are. I don't know if you've ever had an encounter with someone who didn't really know who you were until they knew who you were. And you say to yourself, you say, self, before you knew who I was, you didn't treat me that well. But now that you know who I am, I see you. But that's all right, I forgive you. Because when you didn't know who I was, I knew who I was. I never needed you to know who I was. Redesigned. And that was your Monday motivation from Sarah Jakes Roberts. Listen, it's okay if they don't know who you are. Just work behind the scenes. Think about it. You don't want to have an audience too soon. You don't want to jump on prime time too soon because you've got no room to make mistakes. Just keep working behind the scenes. And when it's ready, shout from the rooftops. You know what I'm saying? Just got to have a bit of faith. I should take my own advice. But that was very inspiring though, I have to say. Good start to your Monday morning if you're listening to this on the commute. What we're gonna be talking about this week, we're gonna be talking about AirPods Pro, the new iteration of one of Apple's most popular and controversial products, the AirPods. We'll also be talking about numbers on social media. We're gonna be talking about Jeremy's rant from last week on social. And also top 10 jobs that are going to disappear because of AI. All of that coming up after the intro. Are you sure you can blame it on social media? Flexing is good for business. Spending money makes you money. Bitcoin down more than 30% this week. Redesigned. You've got to put in the effort every single day. Running a business isn't for everyone. They need role models and not just movie stars and athletes. We are the digital influencers. They're creating content. There's no denying the power of digital media, but it also poses a real challenge. 
Hello and welcome to another episode of the Redesign Podcast. It's Andrew, also known as Mr. Kate Box. And this is the podcast where we talk about digital culture, social media, entrepreneurship, new media, all of that stuff, retro tech. It really depends on what is, you know, what's happening, what tickles my fancy that week. Don't forget, cool school tickets are out now on Eventbrite, the night school and social club where you can learn, be entertained and connect. Grab your early bird tickets. They're very, very limited. Otherwise, they're going to go up to uh, £15. So tickets are £10 now for the early bird joints. You can get that. This is coolschool.com or just search for Cool School on Eventbrite. Grab your tickets ASAP. So with that being said, let's crack on with this week's podcast. I was testing out the noise cancelling and it definitely makes a difference with all that noise out there. The other big difference is the sound quality. These just have a lot more bass than the original AirPods. So the new AirPods are finally here, much to nobody's delight, it seems. The reason? The price. Funny thing is, I complained about the price of the original AirPods and then two years later I ended up buying a pair. I even did an episode about AirPods and why everyone's talking about them, why do they matter so much? Because you know, people kind of see them as a status symbol. I don't know why, but I don't know, maybe because of the price, 160 pounds at a time I did look at it and think, hmm, that's a little bit, that's a little bit expensive. Borderline in extortion, but here we are, I bought two pairs. I bought one for myself and I bought one for my wife for her birthday. So, yeah. You see, it's probably people like me that kind of let Apple think they can get away with this. It's nonsense. I mean, the new AirPods Pro at £250. They do look nice, I must admit, but for £250, I'm out. I mean, if you lose one of these, you're pissed. Let's talk about the technology. So you've got active noise cancelling. So you know like when you're on an aeroplane, you get a lot of the engine noise. It's very, very loud. It, like if you're listening to music or you're watching a film, it can be quite irritating if you're listening on cheap headphones or you're, you're using, especially with the in-air headphones, they don't block out as much noise. So what the active noise cancelling does, it kind of takes like the background room noise and then it processes it and it kind of uses like an algorithm to filter out those background sounds so if you're on the train where it's very noisy if you're in a crowded environment or on an airplane as i just mentioned your sound quality is going to be miles better um what else you've got transparency mode as well so you can actually hear what's around you so all you need to do is just kind of like uh tap no you don't even tap you kind of squeeze or you press the the bottom of the airpods it's a little bit more tactile than the previous version. Got an improved design and for more of a comfortable fit. So, that, so it has silicone tips around the actual earpiece as well. So that's supposedly more comfortable. Also, it's got some new sensors on there. So it's, it's got optical sensors, motion detecting, accelerometers, speech detecting accelerometers, and also a force sensor. So I suppose that kind of like, if you've got an Apple Watch, um, or even with your phone, it depends on, it can communicate with your phone, and probably alert the emergency services if you like have a fall or something like that. Um, I'm sure it's probably monitoring your steps and stuff like that. But yeah, 
and um, it's supposed to be sweat and water resistant as well to IPX4 standard. I don't even know what that means, to be fair. Apple says an IPX4 rating, meaning they can be splashed from any direction. I wouldn't go so far as to go into a pool with them, but that capability certainly is there if you want to get really sweaty or a really intense workout. Um, but it's a premium product, so to some, the price tag will be justified. I mean, if you travel a lot by plane, it might be a good investment for you. Um, no doubt Apple fans and those heavily invested in the uh, Apple ecosystem probably won't need too much convincing, especially if they don't already have the previous version of the AirPods. I personally don't use my AirPods that much, so I don't think it's going to be an issue for me. I don't mind sitting this one out. The only thing I think people will be kind of disappointed in is the fact that the AirPods Pro, they're not available in different colors as anticipated. So I want to talk to the Apple customers there for a sec. Will you be buying a pair of AirPods Pros this holiday season? Do you have a pair of the previous version of the AirPods? And do you think it will be worth the upgrade? Hit me up on Twitter. Use the hashtag RedesignPod. Let me know your thoughts on that. What we gonna do right here is go back. Way back. Back into time. We designed them to be trusted with our homes. With our way of life. With our world. But did we design them to be trusted? The rollout of USR's new generation of robot, the NS5, was marred by the death of designer Alfred Lanning. Identify. Murder's a new trick for a robot. Respond. So uh, last week, the socials have been buzzing with uh, a viral video of JME. So JME is a grime musician, in case you didn't know. He's a grime artist. And uh, here's what he had to say. The internet, social media, we need to have a full year of no stats, no visible stats, no friend counter, no like counter, no view counter, no numbers. We need to have, because it's social media, it's social. We don't socialize with numbers, you know? Like when I go to meet my friends to go and eat, I don't, I don't ring each group and say, how many are you with? How many are you with? And go to the group that's got the most people there. And, you know, I go to meet my friends that I like because I like them, not because they've got more friends with them. You know what I mean? When I, or when you meet someone and you want to get with someone, their bank balance isn't floating above their head like the Sims, you know? And you don't look for the person with the highest balance and then go with them because their bank balance or number or, you know, they're flipping... The, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? We don't have numbers when we're being social in real life, or we do have phone numbers, but you don't, your phone number's not on display either. You don't have people's phone numbers on their chest. And you interact and you go to places that you like, you meet people that you like, you speak to people about things that you like, and that's how you become social. That's what, social, that's what socializing is. But social media, online, the internet, we're governed by numbers and it's so hard to ignore them. It's so hard to see a song that you love on YouTube, but it's got, 50 views but you love this song but it's only got 50 views even me who's a vet at trying to ignore numbers it is hard for me to still just bang that tune and say this is a tune and not worry about people giving me the side eye a bit like hey this tune's dead you know what I mean or the comments underneath everyone cussing it or whatever like get rid of numbers online man I think we should try for a while I think Twitter and I don't know where else Instagram maybe should just do a number three, you know, no likes, no numbers, no views, and see how we go, man. 
brands brands that want to fuck with people because they've got loads of followers or whatever let the brands have to fucking actually dig deep and find out who they really, really want to fuck with and for why they want to fuck with them because they like them not because they've got you know what i mean like let's get rid of numbers man who's with me i mean instagram have been talking for time they've been talking for time about the possibility of hiding numbers hiding follower accounts and hiding likes and they haven't done anything yet apart from they've been testing in certain countries but imagine an internet without social media numbers just imagine for a sec i mean music would definitely be better because the songs that get promoted on the radio the songs that you know get you know a lot of play musicians that get signed they won't be based on numbers it'll be based on actual quality it will make talent scouts relevant again. It's not just going to be about the numbers. There'd be no way to bamboozle the system. Because imagine there's been a lot of people that have been buying. You can buy SoundCloud plays. You can buy YouTube plays. You can buy anything. So I think we've become too heavily reliant on numbers as a, a metric for deciding what is good. Jeremy makes a good point, though. He does. Um, it, would, it would be amazing if we could just trial it imagine if they just did an experiment for a year how would things be different you know music would definitely be different youtube would be better radio would definitely sound different what kind of differences do you expect if the internet was different like we didn't have those like counts we couldn't see how many views videos were getting we couldn't see any of that information people were just creating what they were creating and if you liked it you liked it if you, you didn't you didn't it w- you wouldn't be as easily swayed by other people's opinions and you wouldn't be uh, swayed or influenced by the number that you're seeing on the screen. If you think it's good, you think it's good. If you don't, you don't. Because sometimes, even me, like I'll look at something, I'll think it's good, but then I'll question like the amount of likes or dislikes it's getting on YouTube or the amount of streams or views. I'll kind of question why it hasn't got as much as I expect it to have because I, I might think it's really good. But I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. You know, it's a weird world. I mean, people have literally died because of likes. A lot of people will be a lot less insecure. You know, fashion, even fashion would be different, I think. Yeah, but I'm, I'm totally serious, though. A lot of uh, there have been people that have actually died because of likes. Those extreme selfies that were happening a few years back on Instagram where people were like climbing rooftops to get, you know, just to get that edgy shot. You know, people have actually died. What are your thoughts? Hit me up on the hashtag RedesignPod on Twitter. You can also shoot me an email, RedesignPod at mail.com. Hit me up. Things that make you go, hmm. Did you know 2.1 million people still use AOL 56K dial-up in the US? Can you imagine? You know what I'm talking about? The dial-up with that sound. Nah, that's mad how what can you what can you even browse with 56k what websites can you go on with a 56k modem like each page will probably take you about nine months to load i don't understand i don't know what these guys are looking at but yeah At last, the dream is coming true. <laughs> In the next 10-15 years, the education as you know it, 
professions as you know it today will become meaningless because right now they have created these machines. Right now we are still kind of obsessed with creating machines which look like us, which is unnecessarily complicating. It can be a square box which walks everywhere and does everything we do, it's too insulting for human intelligence. So we are still making it look like a human being. If something is intelligent, it must look human in our mind. But slowly, for the sake of economics, somebody will make one tall box which does everything that you do, okay? <laughs> Time is coming for that. So once this happens, many, many things that we are spending years on learning will be meaningless. Now they built a thing, I was meeting this one top real estate guy in Russia. They're designing something that if a customer comes and says, what kind of house I want, what is my aesthetics, what is my culture, what I like, how it should be, and what's my budget. A machine designs a complete house, ten different alternatives that you want, including paintings, hangings in the wall, the furniture, the works. Now they're saying in another five to seven years, they're saying it can even print the house and build it. So just imagine the design, guys. So many of you will be out of your occasion unless you do something that a damn machine cannot do. All of you should gear yourself for this now. You must be able to do something beyond your intellect. There is absolutely no escaping AI, the almighty artificial intelligence. It's a part of everyday life now, so if you've got a smartphone, a personal voice assistant, a smartwatch, or even if you just use a cash machine, AI is in there working in the background. So during times of political unrest or uncertainty, kind of like what's going on with Brexit now, I don't know what the hell's going on. One of the things people focus on is jobs, the economy, you know, job security and that kind of stuff. And sometimes the rhetoric being thrown around involves, you know, immigrants and the idea that immigrants are taking people's jobs. I think because of all the foreigners. I know people don't like it, but I've never had trouble getting a job before. Yeah, I mean, I go for jobs and they've got over 200 people applying for them. What sort of jobs? Anything. Warehouse, driving jobs, everything. All the foreigners, they, they take all our jobs and everything, don't they? They, they? they work for like 50p an hour, don't they? So, uh, us English people, we ain't going to get a job, are they? We work, we, work, we want £7 an hour and they, they'll work for £2 an hour. Stupid! Yeah, it's a myth. Shout out to the naive and silly people out there. It's not the immigrants taking your jobs, it's technology. you got to understand that this is capitalism we're dealing with. At any opportunity, companies are going to use machines instead of people where they can. It's just more cost effective, it's faster, it's more efficient, there's less human error. And because of that, they get to maximise their profits. So it's kind of like, Technology is great on one hand, but on the other hand, some people are going to struggle. They're going to have to reskill. They're going to have to re-educate themselves, reinvent themselves and kind of pivot, find something else to do when their industry gets hit. So that's why we're going to be talking about the top 10 jobs that are going to be affected by AI and machines. So when it comes to disruption, AI is going to cause a lot of disruption, like a lot. You think this is bad? Listen, this is only the beginning. 
it's but it's not all doom and gloom like been reading a book called augmented and the advances that they're going to be making in terms of medical care with ai is amazing it couldn't come fast enough but that's for another episode but um really good book by the way i recommend it check it out it's called augmented by brett king um so yeah there'll be drawbacks there's always drawbacks but there'll be huge payoffs and opportunities to kind of get into new and innovative industries at a ground floor level so let's look at the top 10 jobs that are going to be affected heavily by ai so coming in at number 10 advertising sales executives back in the day i was an advertising sales executive for a publishing company called sterling and they had a roster of different magazines aimed at uh, business execs so ceos cfos yeah c-suite managerial positions it would go directly to them and we used to charge like between seven and twelve thousand for like pages in it like full pages for advertising and across the whole magazine print industry newspapers and magazines people were raking it in you know, it was one of the most effective ways of reaching new customers, new clients and stuff like that. But this was pre-social media. This was around 2007. But if you look at things now, small businesses aren't going to be spending thousands of pounds on print ads, banking on if someone saw the advert, you know, if they, they keep the magazine or whichever. There's a lot more value in digital advertising because the wastage compared to magazine advertising or radio advertising is minimal it's, it's negligible um, so it's a no-brainer the fact that social media advertising is here it's here to stay there's going to be a lot less jobs in terms of advertising sales it's, it's a lot harder to convince someone to part with money back in the day people used to advertise in things like yellow pages thompson locals all these different directories newspapers the, the classifieds you know like um loot and stuff like that if you're old enough to remember loot i don't know exchange and mart those kind of things they were big publications and there was loads of money there was there was so much opportunity so many jobs like one of the easiest jobs to get you know if even if you didn't have like qualifications being as advertising sales executive you could make a lot of money now those jobs are in danger you know because it's hard to it's a hard sell especially with things like social media out there it's especially as business owners that were kind of used to the old system they're kind of retiring and they're moving on and you're talking to people who are very digital savvy now they're not going to care about print advertising although you can sell on digital publications people <laughs> why why go through a middleman you know why not advertise directly to your customer you know so yeah advertising sales executives they may not be around in the next 10 years we'll see number nine it staff have you noticed it departments are shrinking like we're doing a lot more stuff cloud-based more cloud-based software at work um so there's less maintenance you know less software issues and even if you've got software issues usually you can just use the chatbot um the chat service is fast and efficient and all of that is ai you can literally be talking to a machine the machine is coming up with it's programmed with all the responses and you know that's that so chatbots are taking it jobs especially it support it staff in general as i said before it departments are shrinking there's less 
we don't use as much complicated hardware as we used to number eight security stuff not talking about nightclub bouncers i'm talking more about like security staff in a retail environment if you think about it you've got surveillance with facial recognition you've got robots that can you know issue warnings or fix penalty notices yeah isn't security i never thought that the sia badge would be threatened but it is it's, it's very interesting to witness um, I don't know how fast it's going to happen, but you're going to start seeing a lot more security staff being replaced by machinery and artificial intelligence. Number seven. Okay, postmen and postwomen, they're on the way out because we've got so many other delivery services, UPS and DHL and FedEx. And a lot more people are relying on postal systems just because, you know, they need to get their parcels around. It's not so much, it's not letters anymore. We all know that. We don't rely on snail mail anymore. Most of the stuff we do is via email. And there's more, more and more people are opting for paperless billing. You, you know, back in the day, you'd get your phone bill come through the post. Now you don't get that. You just get it in the form of an email or you log into your account. You can see what's going on less and less people are sending letters and also if you look at places like royal mail in their factories in their warehouses their distribution centers a lot of the work is actually done by machinery and robots so you're going to see a lot less post office jobs going it's already happening and yeah it's peak soon you're going to be seeing delivery drones uh, which i'll talk about a bit later postman pat better watch your back mate they're coming for you number six travel agents we all saw what happened with thomas cook earlier during the year just this past summer you don't really need to go into a travel agent to book a holiday brochures sitting down with someone you don't even know if you're going to get the best deal or not so there's no real incentive to go into a physical building to sit down to discuss holidays with someone it just doesn't make sense anymore. So, yeah, it's already happening. High street travel agents doesn't make any sense anymore. It's just going to be websites. You've got Airbnb, you've got um, Expedia, you know, you've got low budget airlines. Yeah, it's already that that's pretty much already happened. Like there's not really much scope for a high street travel agent. So AI and websites and bots are going to be answering customer service questions to do with travel travel insurance the whole industry has been disrupted by by the internet and uh, there's definitely no turning back number five taxi drivers chauffeurs and delivery drivers so we're just talking about drivers in general um, driving jobs are going to be heavily affected once Uber launched their autonomous self-driving cars, and also Google have an a autonomous self-driving fleet of cars as well called Waymo. Make sure you Google that. It's called Waymo. Um, yeah, it's going to be a wrap for taxi drivers. Trust me. Uh, Amazon Air Prime. Amazon have already got the all clear for the drone delivery service. You're going to see that rolling out very, very soon. I'd say in the next couple of years, it's going to be very common. You're going to be seeing the drones bringing parcels, bringing deliveries to your door. Seriously, what are the delivery drivers going to do? 
yes of course you still got like larger deliveries they can only lift um a limited payload so there's only a, a certain amount of um, weight a drone can carry but when those self-driving cars come when they're fully autonomous there ain't going to be no delivery drivers so it's very peak if you're a driver i think it's time to start <laughs> looking at other options i think this is only maybe five or ten years away to be honest with you um but we'll see number four soldiers and military pilots kind of like the same reason why delivery drivers are going to disappear military pilots they don't need to you know you can use remote control drones to do the same military operations you would with an aeroplane a manned aircraft that you don't even need that anymore that technology is that's that's been there for ages and mili the military are always ahead of the game when it comes to technology they've had they've been doing this stuff so you're definitely getting less and less military pilots um, and they're actually looking at they already have the prototype for um robot soldiers so if you've seen the film iRobot yeah trust me it's real they already have the prototype for that we're not too far off from having wars being i hope we don't have another war but the next war probably won't be like the type of war that you and i could imagine it's probably going to be fought with machines and the internet and <laughs> robots and stuff like that it's crazy it's literally skynet out here number three fast food stuff can you see what's happening mcdonald's already yeah you go to mcdonald's and you're using this self-checkout thing and they've already got robots that can like you know cook literally like they can toss the fries and that they literally have that not in mcdonald's but i've seen it there's a video that i saw one technology account on social media and they literally have automated chefs it's crazy it's not even funny anymore but yeah, what's a Saturday job? Back in the day when you were 16 or 17, if you wanted a quick Saturday job to earn some extra money on the side while studying, you could just get a, a job in a young McDonald's or a Burger King or whichever. But now those jobs are, you've got the drive-through, you've got things like, like, like this self-checkout, this self-serving machine where it just takes your card details, it takes your cash. Hey, listen. The touchscreen has effed up everything. So, yeah, it's, it's peak for fast food stuff as well. Not just that, culturally, I don't think people are as interested in fast food as they were once were because obviously it's the information age. We have we know a lot more about what's good for us and what's bad for us. So, yeah, jobs in that area are disappearing as fast as the food. Number two telephone receptionists and PAs personal assistants if you're a PA listen I would seriously think about your next career venture because as we're getting more personal assistants such as Alexa or Google Home stuff like that like you're literally your boss is literally just going to say remind me of this meeting at six o'clock next Wednesday what's the point of you being there like the personal assistant the digital personal assistant is going to be able to do 10 times more than um, a PA does correct me if I'm wrong if there are any PAs out there and you can prove me wrong feel free hit me up use the hashtag redesignpod let me know what your thoughts are but these jobs are in danger machines can answer the phone 
you can use chatbots. There's just less and less need for receptionists. And um, yeah, interesting times, especially with the digital personal assistants. It's, it's going to take a lot of, it's going to affect a lot of jobs in the PA sector. Trust me on that one. And the number one, and uh, the number one job that is in danger, checkout stuff. And it's not just in supermarkets. You start to see it at um, places like Uniqlo. You can literally find what you're looking for on their machine. I think they've got it in Zara as well. And you literally pay using the self-checkout as well. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. The next five to 10 years, boy, AI, artificial intelligence. That's what's really taking our jobs. So it's kind of like a good idea to kind of like reinvent yourself, look at the next wave, really assess what's going on with your career and think, is my job going to be around in the next five to 10 years? And maybe start thinking about your next move. Let me know what your thoughts are on the subject. Use the hashtag on Twitter, RedesignPod. Hit me up on the socials as well. You can follow me at Andrew underscore CBX on Instagram and Twitter. That is it for this week. And don't forget, you can leave a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, all of that stuff. Uh, if you're on Spotify, just press the follow button. Give us a thumbs up. And yeah, so see you next week. Don't forget, tickets are on sale for Cool School, the night school and social club for grown-ups. Make sure you check it out. This is coolschool.com. Follow on Instagram as well. Cool School Gram, all one word. That's Cool School Gram. Yeah, make sure you get your early bird tickets. They will be they will be going off sale. So there's only gonna be a limited amount of early birds. So make sure you get that. Make sure you get your ticket. Take care and bye for now. Redesigned. Redesigned.